Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Again, welcome back to the Peasant Party Podcast. I'm your host, Charlotte Warren. And to my right, introduce yourself again. I'm Annabelle, the co-host. We haven't done this in like a little bit. It's been a hot minute. I know, I miss it so much. I'm glad you're back. How have you been? Oh, bitch. (laughs) It's been a wild... God, when was the last time we did this? I feel like it was like a month ago. Almost a month ago. (gasps) Crazy. Early October. Crazy. I'm on a wild ride right now. Are you <laughs> yeah, just just as far as like dating and everything and like the things that I'm kind of going through, like personal transformations and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Acting I like feel- we didn't fully hang out last night. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, went, we went to see Shane Gillis at the Comedy Mother show. Oh, we saw Shane Fantastic Gillis. Fantastic show. So Fantastic funny. show. We fist bumped Ron White. We just, fist bumped Ron White. He Ron was on the road. Fantastic. Oh, so um, cool. Yeah, he was like, he's talking about his girlfriend. He's like, she's probably like 4'11 and all, all this stuff. <gasps> yeah. And then like we see him walking down the street with a woman who's like 4'11. 4'11. Gorgeous, allegedly 60, 68 years Looked old. Lots of stunning. 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 Smoke show. <laughs> Smoke I, I show. Nothing less from Ron White. Yeah, it was it was a great great time and then now we're here yay woo so how ha- so yeah you're back dating personal transformation yes yeah yeah well okay so i hope that i can feel validated in this i feel like my like breakup from this last relationship we we were officially together for like seven months mm-hmm. not even that long and the breakup has just been this long drawn out fucked up process where we kind of like he'll text me randomly and i'll be like <laughs> and and then i'll text him and then <laughs> and then we block each other and it's just been like so emotionally tumultuous and i i feel so silly for still like going through it you know and still mm-hmm. having those feelings and still feeling like anger resentment whatever but i'm hoping that <laughs> other people experience this too and mm-hmm. i have talked to a lot of like girlfriends lately people who are married long-term relationships etc and a lot of them have been like yeah I I was in that boat where I was with someone who was really like verbally and emotionally just absolutely horrible to me but I was married to them for 10 years Mm -hmm. and it took a lot of work to get out of it and so as much pain as it's been Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful number one that like it was so short-lived and I'm not trapped in anything financially Mm -hmm. i'm not trapped in anything with a child you know there's no like divorce that has to happen um and i'm also so so grateful and so lucky to have like the women around me that i do that are like i mean bailey who's (laughs) my best friend she's been on the show before basically the other night like shook me by the shoulders Mm -hmm. get it together and and it like knocked some sense into me really it really did oh and of course paco (laughs) who's been like an immense immense support that's my boss and my other best friend so nice and i feel like you've got a good support system here i think the best thing anyone can do in the form of like you know when they've gotten out of a relationship they're trying to heal is like lean into friendships more than anything yes like yes definitely not like oh like i gotta get back out there dating it's like lean into the friendships and i feel like the rest kind of like comes from totally spending time with friends like totally you know doing like doing fun stuff in the form of like going to shows or going to events together like you know hosting like game night like that kind of stuff for sure and i'm really starting to like enjoy that and like that is my escape from like i think i've very much always operated under this i don't know like male validation for some Mm -hmm. reason just like had a chokehold on me you know Mm -hmm. and like i'm 
so sick of that feeling because once once it's gone, I'm like panic and like I need to sleep with a bunch of dudes or I need to go on dates or I need to find someone new to replace this love because I am so terrified and I cannot stand the feeling of being like lonely or alone. And the other night, yeah, when Bailey and I were hanging out, we we did some shrooms and <laughs> and that actually really helped because we had I had such a breakthrough where I was just like oh my god this like love that I'm craving it doesn't even really exist like I'm chasing a ghost like yeah. it's not there yeah yeah and I think there's also yeah there's the love and friendships and stuff and I think loneliness doesn't just come from like romantic relationships I think like yeah. leaning into family leaning into friends yeah um and then leaning into the city I feel like you're getting a really experienced Austin in a way that maybe you weren't when you're were I know it's so, so true and I'm like, so excited. I feel like We're you're doing, doing so like more yeah, ecstasy, yeah, yeah. awesome stuff. Like you got your cowboy boots on. All got that. my boots. <laughs> um, Going out. Yeah. yeah. Um, have you been to any good restaurants lately, either on a date or otherwise? Yeah. I mean, my favorite restaurant in Austin is Suerte. It's a great restaurant. <laughs> it's a great restaurant. I go there as often as I can. So yes. nice. Um, you, but not on a uh, di- I haven't been on like a dinner date in a really long time, actually. Nice. Well, I get I've, uncomfortable with them. I don't know. I get yeah. really, I don't like, um, honestly, like on first date or even just on like a second, third date, I don't like eating in front of a man. It, so there is something really intimate. There's something weird about like, that, right? Oh, and God, like, I just, I, I feel like you're locked in more. Yeah. Like a drink is easier to like walk away from. Yes, I was yes. always a drink date person. Um, have you heard the viral story about the woman who ordered 48 oysters on a first date? <laughs> I think you've seen that. T- I think I sent you the TikTok. <laughs> yes. oh please. Right, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do a quick Regale recap me. of the story. Okay, please. Um, for anyone who hasn't listened, there is a viral story going around that people have said, we need to get your take on this. We're giving our take. Basically the backstory of it. Um, this was a TikTok, um, Atlanta woman. I think her name is Iquana, Iquana. I don't know. Um, she made a TikTok sharing her experience from a first date. She'd been apparently ignoring this guy for a while. She said, oh, you you know what? This guy's been bugging me. And finally I agreed to go on a date with him. And he said, I would like to take you out to drinks. She said, she suggested the restaurant. I don't know if, if he said you pick, um, but she chose, um, a place called Fontaine's Oyster House in Atlanta, <laughs> which offers $15 for a dozen of oysters on Tuesdays. It's a special, uh, she was aware of this, it seems. And just to note, like, this does seem like a place that you could go to for drinks only. Like if she, mm-hmm, if she mm-hmm. said, Oh, Fontaine's Oyster House for drinks. I don't think that that would be weird. While there, she proceeded to order 48, AKA four dozen oysters. It also appears that she had at least one drink and some potatoes. And at one point she starts wondering what's next. Um, it looks like the guy had ordered just one drink. At one point he gets up and says he has to go to the bathroom and does not come back, leaving his one unfinished drink. Um, she realizes he's not coming back and sends him a text saying, wow, running out on a tab is crazy. And he replied with, Hey, I offered to take you out for drinks and you ordered all that food. I can cash up you the total for the drinks. The rest is kind of unclear. Of course that is going around viral on <laughs> TikTok. People are, you know, stitching it like, Oh my God, you know, women are just after women are just after the money, the food. I hate this fucking term. Apparently there's a term called foodie calls where it's like, women going on dates just to like for the food which again is crazy because you're meeting someone and then just eating a large meal in front of them to, it's, like, it's what? very awkward i just hate uh, the term because it sounds kitschy and okay, stupid yeah, i know you hate um, those things. Yeah. calls <laughs> if you ever say the fir- word like a, instead call, of a booty call it's a foodie call yeah so dumb <laughs> like shove a boot in your face if you ever use the phrase booty call okay dumb. yes yeah so like of course it's inspiring all of those conversations and uh, yeah, I mean, everyone wants to know our thoughts on it. Do you have initial <laughs> thoughts now that um, I've shared that with you? Oh, my God, dude. This this bitch is 
batshit insane. If yep, you've ever I seen this video, it's she is honestly such a fucking icon. I love her so much because it's the craziest shit I've ever seen. Just but, to know Annabelle says this about all crazy. I love endorse it. I love a she crazy likes the entertainment. Bitch. I can't. I I cannot lie. I love someone doing something completely unhinged, like especially on a date. Oh my god, it's so funny. So in the video, she's she's got like the flash on mm-hmm. the, the whole time, flash on all the oysters, and she's slurping them. Oh wow, god, it's, it's like pretty gross. Super Super loud. And then she's like, in her voiceover, she's like, hmm, what's next? And it's just so, oh my God, like what would possess somebody? I don't know. She genuinely, clearly did not give a shit about this man at all. She was there for herself and she was kind of like, well, I'm trying to go anyway. So if you want to go and like pay for it. Everything about it, like it just didn't seem, I'll be honest, like, I think it was legit. So there's a few things that make, like first I think the voiceover thing and then the, the lights on, like. I think there's crazy people in this world, but then there's also people who are seemingly having this kind of tone to their content. Like, I think it so easily could have just been like friends and she's recording it. And then afterwards she's like, I'm going to make up this unhinged story. It could have been, but number one, I think like (laughs) every crazy bitch lives in like Atlanta and Brooklyn. Like that's just a known fact. But Buddy's under fire because he's made videos saying like, you know, the food, I guess there's scandal with like Keith Lee, a food reviewer um, Uh in Atlanta. And I guess the service is really bad. And like, just people have bad manners in Atlanta. And like, Oh really? I'm used to work in restaurants. He's like getting a whole bunch of flack people being like, well, it's like, you don't understand Atlanta, but apparently Atlanta, they have bad manners at restaurants. I mean, relative to what, right? Like that, if that's like the culture of Atlanta, it's kind Mm -hmm. of like, that's, that's just how it operates. Same with like going to New York where it's like people are mad rude. They're Mm. not going to be nice to you, but they will be kind to you Mm -hmm. and like they will look out for you, Mm -hmm. but they are going to holler at you. Yeah. Same with Italy. Like it's just culturally different places, but Atlanta's fucking rowdy. People do shit like this. After There's after a reward COVID, for it. Like, There's a reward to be like a fucking this. psychopath. Yes, totally. Or just blithely unaware. Like, you're not, you know, like, everything surrounds content. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're not... You're not really paying a whole lot of mind to other people's feelings yeah. or, their, or their, like, human experience. Yeah. Like, it's all about your experience and your content. Um, and so in, in that way, it's like, yeah, it's definitely like in terrible taste to do something like that. Mm -hmm. But it also was just like, I mean, it was comedic gold. I can't lie. Yeah. (laughs) It's so funny. And yeah, I I don't think that that is something the average person is going Mm -hmm. to encounter on a you know regular basis. Like, I think if this is something where it's like, all the women are doing this, like all the women are doing this, babe. No, no, I can't even, the thought of eating an one oyster on a first date i like cannot i lose my mind but then again i'm i'm also like deeply entrenched in like male validation and i probably shouldn't be so worried about that kind of thing you know i'm I'm just like being perceived eating and i it could be it could look bad and i just don't yeah well part of why i also think this is fake is because i love oysters which is part of like why i could have a little bit of bias here because like i love oysters like a lot a (laughs) lot a lot that's true i could not pull off eating 48 oysters like I have something I do they, right next to Target. There is like a place called Deckhand Oysters. And sometimes I'll stop in and I'll order a dozen oysters. I've tried to do a dozen and a half. Two is too much. A do- and then like a pint of beer, like in the big frozen thing, where it's like mm-hmm. a big mug of beer. And I will do that. I've done that before. And I go and I sit at the bar and I just order a bunch of oysters and I slurp eat them. And they're very good. And I'm very Ooh, full. You crazy. <laughs> I, four, like four dozen oysters is not. No. no. Yeah. 
I don't. I do, that's like why oysters, I, so it doesn't. It's not clicking for I me. Love I don't them. get it. That shit is gross. I love and them. Weird. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah. So, so that's part of why so I don't it think just, it's just yeah, the fact the that sheer she ordered four doesn't. It. It's a hmm. Like that's that's a party platter, which is like I'm a like she platter. went to I'm like this bitch went to dinner with her friends and just decided to make and then ordered more and then she ordered more on top of that, didn't she? Well, like, she wanted to, and then that's when he got up and left, and she said, "Oh, you're oh, gonna leave out on the." I thought tab. she actually did order more. I, well, I, I well I, I did see it. What looked like some potatoes and a drink, so it looked like there was more than okay. oysters. But regardless, it's like, is this something that women <laughs> do? No, or would do? have you ever done that scale so no so uh, well first because like i said my time is more valuable than anything like i've generally Mm -hmm. speaking Mm -hmm. always been able to afford and then some any sort of restaurant i've gone to on a date absolutely um like an hour of time with someone i don't want to be with is like not worth like it make more i make too much money to have to do that period i think there's one thing maybe on the back of my mind i've thought just to like i guess is you know, maybe in a way that maybe wouldn't exist for men is like, you know, oh, you go for a date and, it, and things don't pan out or, you know, oh, why, you know, what if things don't work out? There's sort of the thought in the back of your mind of like, oh, I got to, at least I got to try out a new place. Um, yeah. And maybe it wouldn't be at like my expense the way it would for a, a guy's. So like they would see more of like a loss there, but I've never been like, I'm just in it for the food. Right. And I honestly think too, if a guy has offered a first date or early on that just feels a little too grand, I'm like, what, what is it you want from me? Like it just I've, feels, I, you it's think like, gonna... I think I'm not that that great like it's like there's a catch here like what's the catch yeah you're gonna owe me at the end of this yeah uh, yeah the higher the stakes like the more uncomfortable i am i i actually really admire women who are like no i know what i'm worth and i will go on a very expensive date and i'm not gonna kiss you and i'm not gonna touch you and you better not expect that of me if i you think can that's lay like, that so down impressive. and the, someone's on the same page as that like by all by all means you know if it works I guess try like do that. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, I also think too, it's like, I don't want to fall in love with a restaurant. So I, 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 I want the sure. food out of the equation. Sure. I also, I will say, and this, I feel like this starts to get into that, like call her daddy, the uh, territory where it's like, if he's not flying you out on a private jet, don't date him, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think that there are men who really, really want to flex their money. A lot mm-hmm. of times they're older and they like, that's what they want to do. They want to take out a girl and her friend or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, they, for them, it's all about like having a hot young woman at the table with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a, a case like that, I'm like, well, if we could, if the conversation's fine and I get to go to like the proper hotel or whatever, see some cool shit. Whatever. Most people Let's like go. this. Yeah. Let's go. Like, if you can open the door for me, then I, like I'm I, shit. Yeah. I want to go experience some stuff. Yeah, sure. sure. Like, uh, yeah, those, and those people I think definitely exist. Yeah. Um, if we were to reel this down though, to a more realistic situation that the average person might run into, mm-hmm. let's say you go on, you've agreed to a date. What is the etiquette? We're reeling this down to a more average situation. What is the etiquette around dates for drinks that maybe take place at a restaurant, somewhere where food is also served? As in, um, our drink dates, if someone says, I'm going to take you out for drinks, is the expectation only drinks or just due to the fact you're at a restaurant, is food on the table? Pun intended. Like, can you sit down and order food if it wasn't discussed? Like, oh, we're doing dinner. I wouldn't until after, like, the first couple drinks or so and like it has to be a mutual decision I think. yeah if it's like damn are you kind of hungry right now like exactly. i'm kind of hungry right now yeah then i think that's like mm-hmm. totally permissible totally um but like up until now and i'm really trying to change this about myself up until now going on a date even just for drinks mm-hmm. like <clears throat> even if he asks me even if he picks me up and asks me and wants me to go 
I still am going to pull my wallet out mm-hmm. because I'm just like, oh, no, there's just no – I can't well, – I, I don't think highly of myself enough. I shouldn't – I'm funny. I talked about I'm that. lucky to be here, not you, you know? Yeah, and I talked yeah. about that with Owen when Owen was on here. Really? Oh, the purse pump fake move because remember when we were little kids and a friend would take us to the movies, mm-hmm. um, the, mom, the friend's mom would drive, and you know what mom would always do? She would say, here's 10 bucks. I want you to offer it to Kristen's mom, and she's probably not going to accept it. I want you to offer because it's what good manners is. Yeah, absolutely. And I that's yeah. instilled in my head. Like, yeah. You know, like, and then, they, oh, you're so manner. sweet. And you would get rewarded from this friend's really? mom. Like, you are so sweet. You are so polite. Totally. Hey, Charlotte has such totally. good manners. And that is instilled in me. Like, granted, when I would do, and so it's something I would still do as when I was older. But right. like, granted, if someone said, like, it wasn't like a, a test in a sense that, like, if a guy accepted, I'd be like, oh, like, haha, that was just a test. No, you have to pay. I would still, like, you know, they accept mm-hmm. your, you would be kind of, you'd be held to it. But in the back of my mind, it affect my decision to want to, um, you know, yeah. continue dating him or not. That's so interesting that you say that because I really, I think that, uh, we are like raised with a certain ideology around like money, mm-hmm. um, you know, and like the, just the morals that you're instilled with mm-hmm. as a child or whatever, like we were always raised that way, um, mm-hmm. to always offer first, you know, you like hold your own, mm-hmm. you're not depending on anybody. But then I know a lot of a lot of kids back mm-hmm. in that day, you know, like who were our friends who, never learned that who didn't Mm -hmm. learn that as a child and then grew up to like always be a little weird about money Mm -hmm. and kind of be like you know not offer and you you cover them and they're kind of like great thanks or they don't even acknowledge it you know it's so weird money is just a weird thing and it It brings out it's weird weird and it's taboo and it's hard to talk about I like I dated a guy who I sincerely think in his head he had like tricked himself into like believing that we were even even Steven, but like mm-hmm. I was paying for everything, mm-hmm. everything, flights, food, hotel, Airbnb, like always. It was always me. And then I think he would like every so often get like dinner or drinks mm-hmm. and his mind was like, oh, yeah, that's where we were 50 50 or whatever. And he was always a little weird about money, you know. Mm-hmm. So and I think that's just something that you like if you're not raised understanding mm-hmm. that. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think. That's where it kind of comes down to with like ordering mm-hmm. at a restaurant like that, like just being like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to order food. Like, I think if you didn't discuss food ahead of time, first, I think it's mm-hmm. totally normal. Like there's so many places in Austin that make like good um, like drink places that also have a great, you know, food options. And like it's normal to go to a place that's like a restaurant for drinks. Um, but, yeah, I think like to switch it up, you would have to be like, you know, I'm really hungry. Like, yeah, any chance you're hungry, too. And like I would I wouldn't do that until like you've kind of established you like the person because like. Ordering mm-hmm. food hold like holds you to this person a little bit more. Can I say something that I would do that's a little toxic probably? Sure. <laughs> I would almost be like, oh, man, you know what? I think I need to get out of here. I'm so hungry. Like, I need mm-hmm. to go feed myself pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then bait him into being like, what? I'll pay for you. Like, let's get food right now. <laughs> because I don't want to be like, hey, I'm really hungry. Could you? I'm just, I'm just going to yeah. be like independent like I, I have to go feed myself and i'm i'm dying so i'm gonna go i might I, like want, my version of that would be to make it a, a wee thing like or just okay. like off be like be like yo i'm so like hey like i hope this isn't too crazy i'm like super hungry this thing on the menu looks really good how would you uh-huh. feel about splitting it like my treat or something especially if they were like doing yeah. something like make it a wee thing or an activity okay yeah yeah so and also it's something. like if i was hungry but didn't like the person i wouldn't be like oh i want to spend some more time with them because i'm hungry i'm like i'll just order uber <laughs> yeah. eats like i'll yeah. be yeah, or yeah. Uber Eats on the way home. Totally, um, totally. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I think Oyster Girls uh, uh, sigh up. <laughs> Whatever the word is. Um, 
Let's take a listener email, though. Okay. Oh, we've got some fun ones. This Today's episode's actually about labels and titles for the most part. We've got two emails focused on that. Um, so mailbag, men wanting a date with no expectations. What does this mean? What expectations are they worried about? I've been on several dates with a guy like 36 male, I'm 31 female, and he said a few times that he wants to date with no expectations. He's not against a relationship, but just wants to date and see what happens. I've seen the same statement on a lot of men's hinge profiles and heard men say it on dates too. And note, these are not people just looking for casual sex. They definitely want actual dates based on my experience of them suggesting more romantic dates. To me, that's just normal dating and therefore is a redundant statement. I wouldn't expect to be in a commitment with somebody until we had been on a lot of dates, months in, and only if everything is going really well and you like each other. And serious would only be after like a year or more of dating, in my opinion, and only depending on how you feel. So I don't get why some men make a specific point of saying they want to date without expectations because it seems obvious. I also don't want kids or to get married. So maybe it has something to do with that or there's something about more serious approaches that other people take to dating that I'm missing the context of because I'm not dating with any specific goal in mind other than finding someone I like. I feel stupid, but what are these expectations everyone's worried about? Is this man implying that they don't want to get married or something? Ooh, interesting. Okay, so I have an argument for both the man's side and the woman's side. Go. Mm. I think that um, men or people, when they say that, like, I am looking to date without expectations, that's coming from, like, lived experience. That's coming from, like, trauma, probably. Mm -hmm. You know, like, they started dating someone and then things got way too serious way too quickly, whether, you know, it was mutual or not. And um, it was like a, a really tough time to to tear them to, themselves from it and mm-hmm. start over. So I think that a lot of times where it's like no expectations or they just got out of like a really fucked up relationship and they're just like it, <laughs> the expectation of like, we're going to get married and we're going to have kids and we're going to, I, I understand mm-hmm. where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. But also from the female perspective <laughs> i know that like ugh, i got so many exes i had an ex who was like uh basically was like when we reconnected he was just like yeah like all all the women here they're they get so attached so quickly they're so attached to me so fast mm-hmm. and, and i was like okay well we'll see about that and then like he would do this real bait and switch thing with me and he would you know it was like we would have these conversations that were so so deep and like so serious and then he would switch it up and gaslight me and be like I don't want what Mm -hmm. what are you talking about I was just asking how you were and it's like god damn it dude these women are not so attached so fast it's probably that you led them on very seriously and they're just pissed that you wasted their time it Mm -hmm. like don't get it in your head that like Women want me so bad. Girls just want me so fucking bad. And I just can't even hold them off. It's like, no, you wasted their time. And now they're mad. Mm-hmm. And like, those are two very different things. Right. So. I, no, I I, th- I think it's, yeah, definitely coming from that kind of place or, a, you know, a, someone in their own shoes thinking like, oh my God, like, yeah, you know, per, like we all, we're all the star of our own movie kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, I think like a few episodes back, we talked about that movie trope called like the unfired Chekhov's gun, which basically just means like yeah. in the movie, if somebody points something out and says like, oh, look at those deer antlers on the wall, it's for a reason and it's going to come back around. Uh-huh. Like nobody says that in movies for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, it's foreshadowing, whatever. Um, and if that doesn't happen, it's like the unfired Chekhov's gun. It's a huge like movie trope where it's like, why didn't the thing happen with the thing? I think that that applies in dating a lot where people don't just say things for no reason. Like if the redundant thing is said aloud, there is a reason for it. Right. Um, and I think that, you know, it's kind of said as like a cover your ass for later kind of thing. Like I'm just hoping to date without expectations. 
Um, okay. Because I think most people know how, like how dating works. Like most people who are dating, you know, know who are, who want a relationship, who say like I'm I'm dating, I hope to be in a relationship. Like they know that every date they go on, like every new person they go on a date with, may not become their significant other. They know that that is you yeah. know a possibility. They they know they're not boxed in. Uh-huh. However, by going on that date and continuing to date that person as a person dating seriously, looking for a relationship, as long as they're doing that, they see it as in the realm of possibility. Yeah. See, your explanations for things are so much more benevolent and so much more likely. <laughs> like, I feel like that's probably true. Yeah, it is a checkoff. It's basically like, hey, j- I'm just covering my bases. Mm-hmm. We get so you there. can always point back to that conversation. Oh, yeah, like, what what, what are we doing? What's this going to be? Well, I said I don't want to date without expectations. Yeah. Like, I put the, the checkoff's gun was fired. Yeah. But, yeah, like, so I think, like, but it's also, yeah, like, most people know that as they're dating somebody, it's possible it might not become a relationship. It's possible it might. You're not boxed in. So this no expectations. Right. I don't think it's about a relationship. Now, what I do think, though, I think that people that do this don't have some sort of maniacal plan. They are not actively lying. I think they genuinely believe they could be in a relationship, but they are so terrified of expectations that, like, the likelihood is so slim. Um, so dating without expectations, what I think it means um, when it comes to these expectations, because you also have to consider like terms like serious are relative, like to somebody yeah. who wants something oh, casual, yeah, totally. serious is like the idea that a relationship's in the realm of possibility. Um, so expectations, dating without expectations, they do not want the expectation of possibility. They want the possibility for no possibility, a.k.a. casual. They don't want relationship as a goal in mind. Um, they don't want the idea of a relationship like hanging over their head is what I think that means. Mm-hmm. Um, they also don't want an expectation of progression. Like they want to be able to continue without thinking like each date is a step towards something. Like they right. like the idea they can go around in a circle right. that like, you know, they're not wasting someone's time that they're yeah. not another weekend. Oh my God, you wasted three months of my life. Yeah. They want none of that. Totally. Totally. Well, and I think also <laughs> this kind of seems like something I might use because <laughs> we've talked about this when you are like, dating someone for three months or whatever people are on their best behavior for three Mm -hmm. months yeah and then red flags start to show up Mm -hmm. and it's like basically to be like yeah i mean we've been having a good time but like i can acknowledge i can acknowledge before even meeting someone before getting into anything no matter how wonderful they seem everybody has flaws and some of them maybe (laughs) Mm -hmm. more of a problem than others so Mm -hmm. like when those those idiosyncrasies come up mm-hmm. then like you have to be able to be like okay i mm-hmm. i knew that this might happen mm-hmm. and i need to back out now yeah i mean that just feels like date like date because that's where like sure. regular dating comes in because it's like oh you notice yeah. a flaw like i think like the ones where it's like no expectations it's like oh yeah like there were never anything flaws this person didn't do anything wrong like i just didn't want to have to feel like boxed into them mm-hmm. um you know it's the person that wants the perks of a relationship without the responsibility like they want somebody shoulder to cry and they don't want to pick people up from the airport so that's what they mean when they say they want to date without expectations Damn. like they like the idea so the analogy i made <laughs> think about it so date dating versus dating without expectations because in dating there is technically no expectation you go on a first date with someone it's not like this person's gonna be my boyfriend we know that um but then there's dating without expectations sounds redundant right i think dating is like a free trial dating without expectations is a freemium so if you think of a free trial a free trial you sign up for a seven-day free trial um and you get the full perks you get the full usage of a software whatever it is but at the end of that seven days 
you lose you lose everything you've had if you don't agree to you know buy the software so if you're not like committed to maybe purchasing that software you're not going to sign up for a free trial and like half-ass use it or use it for a day you're gonna be like okay like i want to get the most out of it see if it makes sense to get the full suite of it mm -hmm. so you're gonna take it seriously also if you don't actively go to end the free trial, you just end up paying for it anyway. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> That's a free trial. So you would take a free trial seriously. I'm in the middle of a free trial. Yeah. I'm going to get the most out of it. And then I'm going to like seriously consider if I want to like buy this software. Uh-huh. And you you know there's like a time clock. There's like, Things are progressing, all that. Uh -huh. A freemium is like the free tool that a software might offer that you can use for free until the end of the time, end of time. It has like only a few tools. Like if you think of like, it doesn't Facetune have a version of that where you can only yeah. use like a few of them where it's like, Oh, white and teeth, but you can't do all of you can't the, do everything until you, you can't do uh -huh. everything. Um, but you can do that until the end of time. Um, yes. and yeah, you could at any point upgrade into, into like the fancy Facetune, <sighs> but there's no time clock. There's no, like you have to do it within 30 days. They're not going to charge your card. You can use, your freemium until the end of time. And sometimes the features that are offered in the freemium are good enough for you. Like sometimes the other, the other stuff is too much anyway. You're fine with the freemium. So free trial versus freemium, I would say the analogy is. Dang, that's so cool. God, we really are robots, aren't we? We are all robots. <laughs> We're bots. <laughs> I know. Sorry to use a robot analogy. Oh, no. But yeah, I also Crazy. think too, mm -hmm. romantic, like someone doing romantic dates does not mean that they want there's a guarantee they want a relationship right. like i've put casual on a spectrum before mm -hmm. there are some people whose version of casual involves going on nice dates and doing like a boyfriend girlfriend experience for a night like feeling like they have a girlfriend for a night taking a pretty girl to a nice restaurant like and just treating them real good i love that shit. some people yeah, i some love people. that shit a first and i think that ages are like, like ages matter here a lot too like a 36 uh -huh. year old guy like their version of casual like when they're making more money and like you know they're they're not staying out until 4 a.m. going to clubs and right. parties. Like, their version of casual, like, will feel very cute and sweet, usually, I would say. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I think actions, like, people are always like, oh, look at this person's actions, not their words. I think you have to look at their actions and their words. Like, do their actions match their words? Like, if you were to, like, say, like, oh, whoa, that sounds like a really cool, special thing to do. Oh, that sounds expensive. That sounds like a big deal. Yeah. Like, do they say, like, yeah, you know it is? Or are they like, oh, no, it's not a big deal to me at all? Like right. all these things are relative. Like some people, like they'll just like let anybody meet their family, like that kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. I see. I I'm. I think I'm like that. You know. I'm mm -hmm. like, whatever. Fuck it. Let's yeah. let's get married. <laughs> right off the bat yeah, no because i just feel like i don't know it's romantic it's romantic to do that i feel like trying to go into a first few couple dates and just really holding someone at arm's length is so unromantic mm -hmm. and so unsexy mm -hmm. waiting three months before you say i love you <laughs> boring bitch i'm saying that shit in like the first week i love it <laughs> I love it. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I always feel like when people are too much like, oh my God, we have to slow it down. Like there's so much like, oh, I can't take a Shut this. up. Uh, yeah. Shut up. I think that's weird. Um, yeah. So I guess I would say that girl, um, the expectations he is worried about is expectations to be responsible for you. He does not want to be thought of as an asshole. He's covering his ass. Yeah. I don't think the kids thing plays into it at all, yeah, though. I, I do think like they're, you know, the, maybe he's, the guys could be kind of like, oh, like there's less of the worry of like, because I think sometimes you get the, my biological clock is ticking thrown at you if you're a guy at that age. But, like, mm -hmm. I, I don't think that's carrying as much weight. When is the right time to stop using the app? So say you're dating somebody because dating means actively going on dates. 
you've been going on dates with somebody, maybe you met them on the dating apps, maybe mm-hmm. you didn't, but mm-hmm. you have an active profile because you're single. At what point into dating somebody yep. do you delete your apps? Do you keep your apps until you have your defined relationship conversation, then you both delete it? Or is it some period of time before that? I would say a month mm-hmm. is maximum. Mm-hmm. Um, or like I've like kept them on there and just left them dormant and mm-hmm. I'm not using them. And that's actually bit me in the ass because mm-hmm. you leave your phone on the table and then hinge notifies oh, you. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> that's gotten me a couple times. But also I use that in a toxic way sometimes just to be like mm-hmm. – and if you fuck up, guess what? <laughs> guess what? I got a cue behind you, so don't yeah. Don't even think that I'm like desperately want you know. And yeah. I'm sure men do that too. But like, I would definitely say like one month into a relationship where you guys are mm-hmm. talking every day and hanging out, like mm-hmm. that's like absolute latest because yeah. it's it just at a certain point it gets so disrespectful. Yeah, to the person to basically to for them to know that like. Yeah, you're hanging out with me and and spending a lot of, you know, using a lot of my time, but mm-hmm. you are still very consciously being like, yeah, but if something better comes along, I'm going to take that. Yeah, like, because my personal opinion on that, like, and I was somebody, like, I'm, I was always a serial dater in the form mm-hmm. of, like, I couldn't date two people at once. Like, to me, the idea of, like, having a good date with somebody and then just going back on the apps and being like, oh, yeah, what else is out there is, like, that would be a sign to me that I didn't have fun on the date. Like, and so yeah, if I were really enjoying yeah. my time with someone on top of that, like, you're not I, really interested in yeah, starting you're not, something up with someone else. Yeah. Like, it's just like, that just throws another person in the mix. Like, you know, totally. why do, why do that? I know other people do things differently, but I was like, I was never like that. Um, though I'm trying to think like, I think maybe like the app would stay on the phone. Like it wouldn't be like, cause no one wants to be the person who has to like go and delete it and turn it back on. And mm-hmm. like, cause I almost feel like you're, you're almost being like too conscious and organized with it. I was always really disorganized with dating apps. I never unmatched anybody. Like I just, really disorder. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Got it. So like, I think, yeah, there's a lot of different versions of stop as well. Is it, you know, you just don't open the app anymore mm-hmm. and it's just do- dormant on your phone. Cause you forgot about it. Is it, yeah. you actively go out of your way to delete it. Cause you're like, Oh, I met somebody. Is it, you go and hit the pause button. It's kind of like, what does stop even mean as well? Yeah, definitely. I, oh, man, I think there is something like actually like another level of disrespectful to it too, though. And maybe it is different for like men and women, but I feel like when you have met someone and you're hanging out with them compared to somebody coming up on hinge and you've never met this person before and you only have seen like a handful of their pictures mm-hmm. and like their description for you know, you to even be entertaining that over someone that you have like mm-hmm. met and spoken to and looked in the eyes and enjoy spending your time with. I think we we tend to forget like how how separate those two things are. Like hinge, oh, yeah. like people coming up on there, the it's just so it's like nothing. It's like mindless swiping. These people like aren't even like real. To, they're like video game characters. To yeah, me. Until, well, to me, I was always like that too. Like, right, but then it like if I've met someone before um, and talked to them and like I had a good time with them. Even if I'm not super attracted to them, I'm a thousand times more inclined to go on a date with them than somebody that shows up on Hinge. Oh, 100%. Because I feel like for some reason to me, like I had, I have always had zero emotional attachment to anybody that was like, 
just a match on a date. Mm-hmm. Like even talking to them, like nobody was real until I met them in person. Yeah, dude. Like they're like they're, they're, no matter how good not their picture their picture was. Like, uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, if I met them in person and liked them, things would change. But I also think that's why I didn't really like dating apps and did, wasn't really like I never found a real relationship off one because yeah. like I think not having like a person like I need to see like a person's mannerisms. I need to like hear their voice. So like I need to like so meet true. them in a way that doesn't feel so robotic because I feel like dating app dates like they just put you into this like first date second date third date like robotic sense oh like i need to meet God. somebody in kind of a, a messier way and like, like if you have any experience with dating apps you know how how common how frequent it is to match with someone where you're like wow he is very conventionally attractive seems to look good on paper like mm-hmm. you know he d- enjoys the things that i enjoy and then you meet up with them and they are fucking nuts oh yeah <laughs> and they're like terrible to be around yeah it's like I spent all this time, like, talking to someone, mm-hmm. in- investing time. You know, you're texting them, oh, whatever. Yeah. Like, you have invested some time in them, and then you meet them, and you're like, well, never some mind. Some people's <laughs> dating app personalities, and it's not even like they, like, catfished or didn't look like Exactly. Sexy. It's just, like, the person they were. Yes. On you a can't. digital baseball card didn't mm-hmm. match up. They looked exactly the same, but there's something was different. I don't know. Something's different. I need all five mm-hmm. senses, mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was a good quick hit question leading into our next mailbag oh no it's related to dating apps and <laughs> when do you delete them okay found out she's still on hinge i 29 male have been dating a woman 23 female for five months and just found out she's still on hinge the relationship began slow but over the past two months things accelerated and she's been spending several days a week at my place we've both agreed to exclusivity and that we're not interested in casual however next week she's going on a trip with some friends to a city where one of my friends also happens to live. That's where things get complicated. Out of the blue, this friend messaged me with a screenshot of her Hinge dating app profile indicating her location as the city she's visiting next week where he lives. Naturally, I was taking it aback and confronted her about it. Her explanation was that she hasn't deleted the app yet, but she assured me she doesn't actively use it. She mentioned she changed her location on the app to match the city they're going to next week because some of her single friends were interested in meeting guys there, and she thought it would be fun to help them look on the app. I'm at a loss here and don't know whether to believe her or not. I care for her and want to trust her, but this situation is making me doubt things. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I feel I feel for him because this bitch is lying to you. Yeah. She's lying to you, and that sucks. And mm-hmm. that sucks, especially when you care for someone and you really want to believe them. She's lying to you. Yeah, there is a hundred percent. There lying. is no good reason for a partnered person to be on a dating app. And if there was like, no, a good reason, a, it would be an extreme exception. To the rule. Like there is no good, like unless in a new city too, that's what she probably, she might've deleted it and then redownloaded it for mm-hmm. this city. Like, which is what cheaters do on mm-hmm. fucking business trips. Like, yeah. Like, and like, Cause I know it's also just like the thing where it's like, you know, couple be- there is a thing where it's like couple people want to play with their single friend, like play, you know, games with their single friends, dating lives. And, Oh, let me see Tinder. Let me play mm-hmm. Tinder. Let me swipe for you. But it's done in a way where you like, Oh, he, let me see your phone. Yeah. And like, yeah, do sometimes they have a little fun with it? Like, Oh, what's this? Like, how do we do a swipe? Blah, blah, blah. But you do it on their phone. Right. Like that's how like, we, like one version is like wing woman. One version is being like sketchy. Yes. Yeah. She's not wing womaning. I, I feel like I've I've told this lie before. <laughs> I feel like I've done this shit before. 
<laughs> where it's like you come up with any excuse to be like, oh my God, no, it's not me, silly. It's my friends. Ugh. It's my friends and I'm just trying to help. How, how would that help them? How would that even, like logically, how would you matching with a dude, like, it's not I like <laughs> I like I don't know because like I never liked to even match in a new city even as a single person like I wasn't like oh like I'd, re I'd rather go outside and meet a person than like twiddle mm -hmm. my thumbs on an app like maybe there is some like when people are single like some people do like to like you know set something up where it's like hey my group of friends like are you gonna yeah. be out like have something set up in that way um where it's just like all everyone's just trying to cast a wide net I don't think girls need to do that but you know everyone kind of thinks things work differently um, one kind of devil's advocate I want to point out, because we're talking about labels and titles. Mm -hmm. He talks about we agreed to exclusivity. It doesn't say we... Oh, I missed that. Yeah, so we agreed to exclusivity, and we both said we don't want anything casual. Oh. There is a difference, in my opinion, and that's where I think these stupid little... Ex we're exclusive, but not in a relationship. That's where these things cause problems. If you agreed to exclusivity, like, was this a define the relationship conversation where you say, I we are boyfriend, girlfriend, partners that kind of thing. Yeah. I think that's different. Cause I think for whatever reason, people have really enjoyed adding this, like making this like a two-step process of, you know, we're, we're dating. They like to call it a talking stage, of course. Oh, we're talking and let's be exclusive. Let's agree to be exclusive. And then you're exclusively dating. And then you have your define the relationship conversation. I think that is fucking stupid. Yeah. It's having your cake and eating it too, to be like, exactly. to be like, yeah, uh, let's have the conversation where we're exclusive, but we're not officially in a relationship so that like when it's convenient for you, you can mm -hmm. be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Because like people are going to say, and people are going to comment on this because they live in the extremes. Oh, well, exclusive means exclusive. It's really straightforward. Except for the mm -hmm. fact that it isn't. Um, like that when we add this like step, like everybody knows when you're in a relationship, you have a whole, con you start that off and you have a conversation of what is or isn't cheating. Uh -huh. There's the implication of if you're looking for monogamy, like you're loyal, faithful to one another, that exclusivity mm -hmm. is like significantly implied. Mm -hmm. If you just agree to exclusivity without this like relationship to it, I think there's a lot of gray area. For example, I think, so something, I, why I think people like this, like, oh, let's agree to exclusivity, but not relationship yet, is like, there's a few more things that come with a committed relationship. I think a few of those things involve um, openly calling yourself in a relationship to people. Like it's, you're using the titles, you're, yeah. um, like people know you're like in a relationship. Usually so many times after people like enter a relationship, that's when photos start going up. Like you start yeah. publicly posting people. Like you do not appear single when you're in a relationship. I think when people are exclusive, they tend to still appear single. Like, so it's still yes. easier to be like kind of pulled, you know, in different directions. Right. I think there's also like the responsibility aspect. It's also like, yes, we are exclusively with one another, like seeing one another. There is nobody else right now at this minute, but the door is still open. Like maybe they're not actively pursuing people. The door is open in a way that it wouldn't be if you weren't in a committed relationship. Like, you know what it says to me a little bit, and maybe this is just because of like who I am as a person, <laughs> but exclusive is like, yes, it's we are together with each mm -hmm. other only. I'm not sleeping with anybody else. But I don't have to tell you where I am all the time. Yeah. Which is what you kind of have to do with like a partner. You mm -hmm. know, it's like I don't have to tell you what I'm doing and where I am and what restaurant. And I uh, not that you have to do that. But like in a relationship, when you're with someone that you really love, you you're telling do. them everything that you do. Yeah, yeah. you just do. You and just like do. But like if you're not technically in a relationship, you can. 
You like, don't have to do that. You can have long periods of silence and they can't really say anything. You about can it. live in the gray area. You can like mm, you go, can you area. can go and stand in front of the line and like stick your tongue out and be like, look, I'm standing by the line and just not cross it. Like, yeah, it's like fun and ga- it's fun <laughs> and games. Like, oh, haha. Like, I'm going to just yeah. help my friends. It's no big deal. Like, yeah, maybe I'll match with one and we'll all meet up with them. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I'm not going to we're still we're exclusive. But like somebody in a relationship wouldn't do that. Someone who has this little like exclusive thing where the only pillar you've agreed to that's uh, is like the exclusivity piece like relationship comes with like that responsibility like you don't outwardly appear single anymore like i just think that could be part of it too and like what it, yeah mm-hmm. what does it, exclusivity mean we all know what relationship means but you know mm-hmm. we've added this two-step thing to it yeah yeah and like not to like victim blame this guy or anything but that's just my social commentary on Damn, that's so labels. true exclusive to relationship there is like a weird yeah, I also no think land in there. I also think all of these exclusive but not in a relationship people never end up in actual relationships. Yeah, they've added this committed extra to living space. There. Oh yeah, like they add this extra space because that's too like because what happens so many times is like oh we'll be exclusive but not in a relationship, and then it's like when you come to that person like okay now where's our relationship? It's like oh we just we just got to this exclusive but not in a relationship, and then what that person usually will point to. Is like, well, we're exclusive, so what else is the problem? What else is left? Labels and titles? Oh, you, you you care about labels and titles? It's just a label and stuff. We are exclusive. It's like, but no, those labels do matter. Like, outwardly saying that you are in a relationship matters. Like, Dude, it does. When you be, appear yeah. single, like, people, like, think you're single. Exactly. Exactly. The door is open for, like, a better option to come along. Totally. Totally. And I think a big difference is, like, you're speaking to someone and you either do or do not mention your... Mm-hmm partner if if you're exclusive but not in a relationship like you don't gotta mention you know mm-hmm. whatever but like if you are in a relationship and you care about it mm-hmm. like they're gonna come up yeah your partner's gonna come up you're gonna yeah. mention them and if somebody asks oh yeah are you single you could you, you still say you yes can say yes and exactly. so like these kinds of like ex- like i would tell this guy like that could be part that could be part of the deal you've kind of put mm-hmm. you kind of put yourself in this no man's land. and i get that that happens like oh you know i guess we are kind of exclusive and i don't know how this conversation happened though i will say like if a friend from out of town recognized this girl like he might have been posting her like so Maybe this, it, like, maybe mm-hmm. he's just choosing words here. And if she's, like, in a relationship with you, like, yeah, it's sh- it's shady. But I would tell this guy if they've done, like, exclusive, like, you got to be firm. Like, pick a right. side. Right. Relationship or not. Yeah. And then I would also say, too, like, I do think, like, 23-year-olds know better. I think this behavior would be, like, less likely from a woman who's, like, even just, like, two years older. Like, I think 25 is, like, greatly different from like 22 and 23 and like why is that do you think it's because they've like been through relationships and experienced the other side of like why yeah like i think just more emotional intelligence too it's like you know how to you understand like you care about a person's feelings more like oh like i've had Mm -hmm. someone break my heart before It, it doesn't feel good yeah like i'm not gonna do that to a person yeah um so like there's just more emotional intelligence like people looking out for others feelings more like you know like it's i'm not saying like oh you have to go and date all the older women but like Holy crap. Like, there's a light year of difference between oh 23 and 25. Dude, I cannot date younger men ever again. <laughs> I could, I could so never date younger. Stupid, bro. They they don't have the emotional... I mean, shit. I dated someone who was younger and in the military. So, almost no experience mm-hmm. with women. And then, you know, like, to get into a relationship with someone like that. And then, like, they don't have the emotional intelligence. They don't have... Mm. They don't have, like, treat others the way you want to be treated yeah type shit which like i think comes very naturally with like socializing yeah normally 
Yeah. And it's like, it's just like being alive and walking this earth, like gives you more experiences and it helps you Uh, relate to more people. And I think that counts for something. Now, obviously like there's people like you kind of like that youthful nature. So you have to like, show the the fine line, but I feel for this guy. Dump her. I don't like to throw out dump her a lot, but dump her. It's not going to get better from here. No, you can do better. This shit will continue if she's being deceptive now, like, and you caught her. Obviously, yeah. she's just gonna get sneakier. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah like obviously, yeah. Even no. like the scenario where it's like, oh, like if she and if she's that aloof, like if it's really just like, oh my god, like, it's not malicious, then she's too fucking stupid to date her. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Dump her for sure. I could fuck with some oysters. I feel like. <laughs> Ew, bro! I hate I love oysters, oysters so Ugh. much. Disgusting. Yeah. Um, I'm, dudes. I'm so stupid. I drank a beer as soon as I got in here because I was like, "Bottle up." <laughs> Jacob handed them to us. Woo woo. Okay, Thank but you. I'm actually like really trying to um be pretty sober this month. And, woo. And, like, sober November. Sober November. Yeah, I think I'm gonna try to um stop smoking weed for a while. Nice. Just see if I can like have some some mental clarity and do mm-hmm. a little tolerance break. Um, I don't drink a ton anyway, but I do drink every day. Mm-hmm. Almost every day. I'll have like one after work, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. we'll go and get a, a mezcal or whatever mm-hmm. and like chat. And it is very productive and, and I, I am not an alcoholic by any means, but I think it'll be nice to feel just to clear. go totally clear. Is I love that it. A Scientology term. Go, I hope so. to I hope go not. clear. Fuck, fuck <laughs> I'm going Ron clear. <laughs> no, but um, I think that just that will also just like help with self esteem, self worth, mm-hmm. and going into dating like not making the same mistakes that I have in the past. You, you got know? this. I think it's a healthy choice. I had my first therapy session in like one hour. Woo! I'm excited for you. Yeah. I'm so excited too. Um, yeah, I just I had to like talk myself into it, and of course, all the question the questionnaire is like, "Are you depressed? Are you anxious? Are you, do you feel like hurting someone else or yourself?" And da da da. And it's like, no, none of that, none of that. I just I'm confident in like every other aspect of my life. Extremely confident in my work in art. Like I'm a cocky bitch when mm. it comes to that, but for some reason. When it comes to like dating and men, I it's like my self esteem just like drains into the floor. Time to work on that. Yeah, I've had people call me out on it too. Um, like my homegirls, you know, they're like, "What the fuck is this? Like, you're so <laughs> confident otherwise, but then when it comes to this shit, like all of a sudden you can't, you can't state what you want. Like, it's so hard for me to state to say." To a man, what I want, mm-hmm. whether that's like, and you have no problem saying that to anyone. No, uh, no. But if it's a man that I'm interested in, I'm so much. This is so fucking toxic. But I'm just so much more concerned about like, will he like me? Will he like me? And I don't really. You gotta ask yourself, do I like him, dude? It's so true. It's so true. And it's, and I'm just coming to this point where I'm like, bitch, you gotta you gotta get up and realize like what you have to offer compared mm-hmm. to like what these dudes have to offer. And I feel like I go into everything. On on ten on a hundred mm-hmm. like all my best personality traits trying just the mm-hmm. absolute doing the absolute most looking as as cute as I possibly can all the time and like I I think I don't know I can't I just can't keep living like that yeah you know go in as yourself so they just know that right away totally you don't have to pull off a mask later totally well and I I don't know if uh like <laughs> okay whatever I'm gonna talk about sex okay. fuck it. I feel like I, because of that, it's hard to like look internally and be like, oh shit, it was me the whole time. It was yeah. me the whole time doing this shit to myself. Yeah. 
because I want to blame other people for like treating me badly. But really, it was like my self-esteem put me here. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like it could be a combination of like the way I present online and whatever, just or how I present in person. But like when I have gone on a few dates recently and like hung out with dudes um, and then we end up like hanging out later and we're like making out or whatever. The I think I just have such a hard time setting a boundary Mm -hmm. early on that like dudes think that I'm like a porn star. And I don't know if it's like this with all women. Um, I feel like I've talked to a couple women that like kind of have a similar experience, but like I think it really is because like my boundaries are so hard to define um, that like they'll just be like, they'll just like, I will I spit in my mouth so or whatever. And I'm like, one thing I will dude. say is like, there's a lot of dudes and I would say people in general who operate on the assumed clothes. It was something, this is something we would do in sales where you uh-huh. talk to a person and they have not agreed to buy your software. They have not agreed to buy anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but you talk to them as though they will like, so it's like, Hey, yeah. why don't we go and like have a conversation? We're going to set up a, a meeting and we'll walk you through this software. And you just talk about, it. you ca- you keep talking in we terms, even though mm-hmm. you are not a we, you have not signed mm-hmm. any kind of papers mm-hmm. and you just, you act as though they're going to say yes. And like, of course it's a sales tactic that works with people. Like, huh. why don't we do this versus saying, do you want to do this? Do we want to go to the next step? Do we want to go to the next step? And like giving them room to say, no, you just, it's always on them to like say like, wait a second. And people are uncomfortable yeah. doing that. It's yeah. a, like, so it's a sales tactic. And I don't know if that they're using against me that people basically. just use on people, okay, like yeah, yeah, yeah. people who like want something. It's interesting. like, yeah, they they're like, Oh yeah, we way. already agreed to this, even though we have Or haven't. it's like they, they operate ah. as though they assume you're going to say yes. So the onus is on you to say, Hey, no. Um, oh, it's so, oh my God. I was like, is it Austin men? Is it, what could it be? But it's just because I'm like, well, it's, it's suckered into the sales pitch, I guess. So yeah, it's, it's people suckering in a sales pitch. I I do think like, cause I had a, we have another friend, um, whose name I won't say here who had kind of this problem with just, but it was more so guys assuming she'd be down for some sort of hookup situation, not necessarily specific sexual acts. But she asked me like one time, she's like, is there something about me? Does something about me just scream hookup material? Dude, yes, material? that's exactly, yeah. And so like that's my exactly thought to her is like, and she would get like, she would end up with people where I'm just like, how did you end Dude, up with this person? Dude, it's so upsetting. It hurts so but much. But like the, what I thought with her, because she is like this outgoing, friendly, fun person. Um, it, I don't think it was so much that um, as much as it was, she's approachable. So it's not so mm. much that people assume like, oh, she'll be down, but they know based on her personality that she's not going to make them feel like a terrible person or like some sort of like sexual deviant if she declines them. Like they know she's not going to be like, oh, how could you say that to me? Or like, ew, you think I would want that? Like uh, they know whatever she says back to them, mostly in- she would be nice. Like wow. she wouldn't make them feel bad because <gasps> she seems like this nice, fun person. Oh my God, that's me. So like, That's what I, I think do. it's more of that where it's like, oh, like warm, inviting, like oh my I'm not God. saying like have a resting bitch face or like be meaner, but like meaner girls don't get asked for that stuff because like people are scared of like, oh, you know, if it could go either way. And like, obviously that works to people's disadvantage Dude, too. That's totally what it is. I think that that makes perfect sense. Like you, like you have to be a bitch enough mm-hmm. to like basically like I would do um like the courtesy laugh for mm-hmm. a man if he made a joke that I didn't think was funny mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. I would courtesy laugh just so that he doesn't feel uncomfortable because then if I don't I'm like oh I am making him uncomfortable mm-hmm. by not laughing rather than he's making me uncomfortable by making a bad joke yeah you know I think like by default I would do like a like a it wasn't even a courtesy laugh it was like more of an uncomfortable laugh like I don't know what else to do I'm just gonna fill sure, the silence sure um but like 
I think when I would, because, like, I'm somebody who would, like, be fun and out, like, I remember, like, I would have kind of the issue of just, like, as someone who likes concerts and, like, EDM, like, I guess, like, sort of a, something that comes with that territory, like, a lot of those concerts take place in, like, clubs Mm -hmm. and stuff. You know, there is sort of, like, this party-ish atmosphere, despite the fact that I'm, like, you know, pretty serious when it comes to, like, relationship stuff, like, my fun interests are, like, put you in those environments and like I remember like I think sometimes people of course like people make assumptions about everybody that's the other thing too is like all these things that are happening in your dms are happening in other people's dms too yeah I just remember like when guys would kind of like push for those I would just say like you know I love that for you like oh that's really like I remember like like that's so cute like I love that for you I hope you find it because I would get those where it's like oh you know like uh-huh. I'm just having fun doing life and you know like I just you know I'd love to spend some time with somebody I've just got so much going on uh-huh. and I would just say like you know that's great that's I love so, that for uh, you yeah start treating them like a little brother well just uh, it's also just not a mean thing to say i love that for you and i do hope you find that sure somewhere else that's real it's not a mean thing to say like i do hope austin has found that (laughs) just not gonna be here (laughs) just not here exactly so it's like those things like i love that for you is a great statement like oh you know like thanks for sharing Uh uh-huh thanks for sharing like don't agree with them like something also that like actors have said to do like what happens if they like laugh along with something that's controversial on tv is they're like they're like don't ever laugh along just look surprised because then people will think you're agreeing if you laugh like a look of like oh like surprise versus laughs i don't know like that was a trick Ah, interesting very interesting i like that yeah yeah damn i'm i feel so much like better about shit. You and know? your therapist like, is going to make you feel even better. And my therapist too. I know I haven't met her yet, but um, I'm just, I'm excited f- for like this new era of clarity. And like, I'm excited for it. I'm excited <laughs> for you. <laughs> I love that you. for you. Thank you. I love that for you. Thank you so much. Of course. <laughs> All right. We're going to, we're going to sign out of this one. Okay. Wrap it up, bitch. Thanks everybody. Bye. Bye.